We're going back in time. Across the land bridge. Across the Eurasian steppe. We're in Africa. We're finding ourselves on the ancient Serengeti. Tall grasses abound. Can you smell it? Can you taste it? Can you see it? Wait, what's that? What's that over there? Boing, 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 bounding through the grasses. Is it, is it what I think? Is it a gazelle? No, no, it's... Lil Mickey. Yeehoo! Welcome to the Working Title Podcast. It's our book club today. We're happy to have you here. We're doing Primal Body, Primal Mind by... Nora T. Get Goddess. Yes, I hope that's, that's how you pr- pr- not spell it right. Yeah, we don't know. We're not primally minded enough to Nora read the name. The Get Gaudas. Get Gaudas. Uh, <laughs> She's American, though, so I think Get Goddess. Yeah, but we're all mutts in America. You don't know where any of us are from. Yeah, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, how you doing today, man? Oh man, I'm I'm good. I'm good. It's a uh, very uh, it's 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 it was rainy and yeah, it was humid. sunny, yeah. humid. So uh, I actually enjoy it. You know, mm-hmm. when it's raining outside, I just went back to bed. <laughs> you know, to chill a little bit. Yeah, I was out out in the city getting that nice Athenian rain into my into my skin. Uh, yeah, you were outside then. Yeah, yeah, I was outside. <laughs> I was out in the center. Um, but yeah, no, we've had a rainy a rainy. Uh, May and June here. Yeah, in, in yeah, because we didn't have any real uh, winter or anything. Winter or like anything that, yeah. So it's it's quite a wet mm-hmm. beginning of the summer, which I totally don't mind mm-hmm. because there's usually it's there's like fire seasons and shit with uh, like everything's burning. Yeah, no, I think it's. I, I I'm hoping that with all the moisture we're getting, it'll I be think, a, a calmer fire season this year. I, I, but, I hope so. But I, I hope so. Who knows? Apparently, there's this big. Uh, not to uh, <laughs> stay too long on the weather, but apparently there's this big El Nino uh, weather system that's moving in this year that's supposed to, you know, it's going to heat everything up or whatever. So we'll see. Yeah. We'll see what it brings. We're ready to Rain burn. or shine, we'll still be here. <laughs> <laughs> so, Lipon, we are talking about Primal Body, Primal Mind, which is a very, very interesting book, especially the body part of it. <laughs> the rest, Lucas will help us understand. Uh, because what is the paleo diet? First of all, it's a Greek word. Mm-hmm. Paleo comes from paleo, mm-hmm. which, which means old. So, uh, it means kind of like for me, it means like, what does our body our still primal body mm-hmm. n- really need mm-hmm. and not need. And what can we learn from from what we did for over thousands of years and how we ate, what we ate, and how can we learn from that? And right. that, that was very interesting to read, especially uh, I like the fat part mm-hmm. of it, where it's like fat is the biggest, like, like in, in, in uh, our common sense says fat is the worst and mm-hmm. you can have it. It's, it's a very, very good thing for mm-hmm. you if you know what you're doing. Yep. Right. You know that was really and if you know the opening kind of my eye. Yeah. Like for the people that did not read it, um, ju- just browse a little bit through it and you will, it, it's the same for me with grammar sometimes when I'm browsing grammar. I'm not reading the mm-hmm. whole thing from back to end, just mm-hmm. opening it up. Uh, maybe I find something that I like and then I just browse it, you know. Mm-hmm. It's, mm-hmm. It's, it's very interesting, especially when it's about your body because there's so many things that I think we don't still don't understand about what we put in our body yeah to well eat. especially in the modern age well just to back up a bit so we give people who didn't read it a, a little more mm-hmm. background mm-hmm. on 
on the book and, and you know the thesis of the book is it's it's been called the paleo diet bible by some people because it's a it's i mean really it's introductory um for anybody who's interested in this i would always recommend researching it further and double checking her sources etc but you know her thesis of the book is that basically as hominids you know we evolved in a hunter-gatherer lifestyle yeah for you know as homo sapiens at least a hundred thousand years and in only the last like nine thousand years have we been agrarian you know or in only the last nine thousand years did agrarianism begin for us to have more grains in our diet um you know what i mean like that's when we started making bread that's when we started planting crops uh and so what she's looking at is okay what are the the needs of that primal body that evolved over a hundred thousand years and in the the hominids that were before that too you know so really probably more for like a million years um and so what were the necessities of that one of the things like you say is fat i mean when you look at like i was thinking of a, of a, a metaphor to put this today you know when you look at like if you're in an ice age which we were for a lot of our uh, evolution first of all you can't really grow grains and you're looking for things that are going to be uh very dense in terms of the energy output that you're going to get from it you know and now imagine you eat 100 grams of pasta versus 100 grams of butter Mm -hmm. what's going to keep you full longer yeah you know like 100 grams of butter you might almost have to sit down you feel (laughs) you'll feel so full (laughs) after it so anyways it's this the thesis behind it and the the philosophy behind it is looking at, is exactly this of looking at okay how did our bodies emerge and what are the uh frankly toxicities that the modern diet has now taken over with with processed foods you know not just agrarianism but yeah. you know we're barraged at every angle by processed foods um and especially by highly processed foods highly processed foods and in quantities that are like totally unnatural for what is still uh the same essentially the same biology that we had fifty thousand years ago mm. except with you know ten thousand percent as much sugar yeah, <laughs> in yeah. our system no, for and, instance and and the highly processed stuff it's really mm-hmm. like uh what i first what changed for me was like i i stopped eating the highly processed stuff mm-hmm. like because i like sausages and shit you know mm-hmm. it's like <laughs> i'm half german bro i like that shit you mm-hmm. know but it's highly processed and mm-hmm. it has a lot of bullshit in it mostly and uh so i was really more consciously eating stuff that i knew was more in its in its in its raw form Mm-hmm. you know just that i know this is a good cut of meat that's that's just how it met the fire mm-hmm. you know this is this is uh, the salad i'm eating without the feta cheese on top let's say this is mm-hmm. just a big chunk of bell pepper and mm-hmm. shit you know it's like and and every time i i see this now i chew or, or, or i eat outside i tend to uh order food that is more in its normal form mm-hmm. really I, i'm eating less bread mm-hmm. to be honest yeah yeah That's i am too me. i am too I've, I've been uh you know i first read this book in when i was 20 i want to say 
So two um, years ago. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so yeah, almost 20 years ago now. Wow. Is when I read, read the, or 20 years ago, 10, 10 years, years ago. ago 10 years ago, 10 years ago, almost. I'm not that old yet. <laughs> um, and and it, I remember, you know, so a lot of this was a refresher for me. Um, I didn't quite finish it when I read it <laughs> when I, did, I was 20 but, uh, because I was ADD, but I finished it this time. Um, but uh, yeah, so I, I remember that was when it just the impact of bread I found really interesting and of grained generally and how, you, you know, for the people who didn't, didn't read it, it, it talks a lot about gluten. There's a pretty long chapter on gluten and the effect of gluten and you know, why gluten sensitivity is a thing. So, you, you know, all you can be informed as to what people actually mean when they say they have a gluten uh, sensitivity or what the big deal about gluten is, is that, you know, gluten is, it's a, a very long chain protein and it's not easy for our small intestine to break it down is, you know, pretty much the quick of it. That it's, you know, on, on our small intestine, we have a bunch of little hairs that are called cilia, which is, for sure a Greek word. Yeah. Because it be. was a monster in the yeah. Odyssey. Um, no shit. But, um, but anyways, it has all these hairs that, you know, creates the, what the hairs do is they create more surface area. So as nutrients break down, they're absorbed over a greater surface area to then be distributed into the bloodstream and distributed to different organs and whatnot. But because these proteins are larger, they kind of, they, they're not easily absorbed by these cilia, you know? So they, what they do is over time, they wind up breaking the cilia down and then they wind up getting distributed into your bloodstream is, is not the constituent amino acids in the same way that we would like it to be. So it can lead to what's called celiac disease, which is where your cilia have been completely worn down. Um, and as a result, your surface area and your ability to absorb all nutrients is then compromised by this gluten or it can make leaky gut i mean there's a lot of things that it can do uh you know in the book she's pretty militant about never touching gluten yeah which i think you know a lot, a lot, a lot of things yeah I, I'll, I'll come to that later i have uh, yeah cause i was i've been thinking about this this too because i'm not i don't mind eating some bread every once in a while <laughs> no. that being said you know the book's written from an american perspective um I'm a lot more comfortable with eating the carbs here in Greece yeah. than I am with the ones in the U.S. Yeah, because uh, <clears throat> things here are generally more locally sourced, mm -hmm. like comparatively for me as an American. You know, yeah, because like, what what does local mean? I remember uh, back in Germany, what local meant means that it can be like I, I don't know the exact like kilometers how far away it can be i think it was like 100 mm -hmm. kilometers away or more mm -hmm. and it's still local mm -hmm. what it means from our place 100 kilometers is way into the netherlands yeah right it can still be local or whatever mm -hmm. you just have to put somewhere a sticker like on the bag nobody checks it out for mm -hmm. the netherlands and stuff so you have to be very careful what that would with what that means in general and i know for a fact in the us they do the same when they go with local and they have like such a big radius mm -hmm. that it just no it's includes massive. all the heavy uh uh you know um, factories mm -hmm. that are outside of the city as well and it's yeah it's local mm -hmm. that doesn't mean any any no, anything. And, and i mean especially in the u.s because we have so much land it can be like oh it's from utah so it's pretty local you know <laughs> which comparatively in terms of distance would be like us here being like oh it's from serbia yeah so it's which local. is a completely different right thing right you know it's like and and uh 
N not only that, um, there's also one thing because she talks about of things that you better should not touch, you know, mm -hmm. uh, the bread and all that stuff. Sugar, uh, fructose, um, soy. The thing is, I uh, it's, at some point, like, if you don't want to feel your body, I think this is this is good to follow along mm -hmm. because then you just don't have to listen to your body in the first place and just go like, okay, I'm just following the rules. Mm -hmm. And I, I'm very, very sure that if you do that, you will feel better. Mm -hmm. I'm very sure. Yeah. But for, I see myself as an advanced eater, mm -hmm. <laughs> I would say, <laughs> because I really pay a lot of attention to how I react to my food. Mm -hmm. uh, and I can super easily... Uh, I can re, re, uh, retell re, really when I ate something that did not do me well. Mm. And in small things, I can really, I sense this. Mm -hmm. uh, it's like, I know when I went out to eat big McDonald's, I'm sweating like crazy. This is just a, a crazy example mm -hmm. because it's true. I just, I just come back home, I go to sleep and I, I want, every time I wake up in sweat, mm -hmm. just dying in sweat uh this is the same thing like for something good because i love chicken soup you know every time i eat chicken soup and horta mm -hmm. horta is um like horta? boiled wild greens boiled wild greens that we eat with lemon mm -hmm. uh, uh salt and, and olive, olive oil, oil. Mm -hmm. it's it it cleans your body so great and sometimes i do those days where just only chicken soup mm -hmm. and um there's some rice in it and those boiled greens and mm -hmm. i can feel how my body is just like thank you mm -hmm. thank you i really i feel amazing after this. i have the best shits after it just flushes it out mm -hmm. i i once um i fasted <laughs> I fasted for I had a photo shooting and I had mm -hmm. to fast and get down five kilos super fast and so I didn't eat for a couple of days just just very little and I remember Lucas was here and it was the first day I I quit my fast and it was like I want the chicken soup and the greens and uh, there was nothing in my body so I just 100% shat myself on it <laughs> Forgotten that, that I forgot that's why it happened. Oh man, I forgot. Oh, I'm glad you told that story. I can I can tell people now, bro. Oh. Because my body was like ah, it's uh -huh. like I had nothing yeah, in my yeah, system, yeah, nothing, right. and it just went through in five minutes. I just remember just I just shat myself. <laughs> really? Yes. Yeah. Yes, I just shat myself. You were you were quite angry with yourself. I seem to remember. Never trust a fart. Yeah, never, especially after a fast. Never after a fast. Never. Uh, never. Never trust that chicken soup fart. Yeah, yeah, yeah it, it it happens. Yeah, it happens. So uh, what's that's well, that was not the point. Mm -hmm. uh, but I think it's fun. It is. <laughs> <laughs> but overall, uh, the point is that just take your time and listen to what your body response is mm -hmm. it, it really i can't stress this enough it was the same with i was playing my guitar and I, something was wrong and i was just trying everything and 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 pushing some buttons and going here and i found out that one of the pickups that takes the sound was broken mm -hmm. and i just by re because i was playing it for months mm -hmm. like this because i just picked it up played 
back again, picked mm-hmm. it up. And then when I really paid attention because I wanted to tweak some sounds, I was like, something's really wrong mm-hmm. because I know my guitar. Mm-hmm. I have it over 15 years now, 18 years now. Mm-hmm. I know that it doesn't sound like it. And then I, I found it out by really listening closely. And I was like, the pickup is broken. And this is something that I 100% t- try and do with my food, except from... Yes, do follow some rules. Don't eat something like bread for a while. See how your response is, mm-hmm. but also pay attention. That's that's oh, that's my advice. Yeah, I mean that's if I know, may say so. Uh, that's what I was gonna uh, <clears throat> say in response to what you're saying is I think that part of the value of following a diet like this, let's say, mm-hmm. for a time. Because when I first when I first read this book, I followed the diet very strictly for about three yeah, months, and then, and then I went back to a, I went to Alaska, so it wasn't an option for me to do it anymore. Because when all the crew members are ordering pizza, you can't be like, actually, I'm, I'm on the paleo diet. And yeah, they're going to be like, fuck you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Then don't so eat. you don't eat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, but anyways, I did it for about three months. And, you know, about two months in, I felt really, really fucking good. Um, and it gave me a new baseline to look at mm-hmm. of like, okay, if I don't feel this awesome i know that something's taking me out of that equilibrium because at one point um i remember my mom and i decided we wanted to order a pizza and watch a funny movie together right and best super good and but i'd been on this diet for about two months at that point i hadn't had any gluten and i ate this pizza and i felt swollen mm-hmm. afterwards like yeah. i could feel the inflammation increase yeah. in my body and now a person could make an argument for placebo sure but I really felt like I felt poofed up. You yeah. know, I didn't feel good the next day. You build um, up. Yeah, you build so up. So I think, yeah. you know, I think for it's good advice to listen to your body, but also recognize that if you've been feeling like shit for an extremely long time, you're not necessarily going to recognize Gluten that you've, yeah, there it is. <laughs> yeah. I was looking for. you're not necessarily going to recognize that something's going to, that is making you feel like shit, you know? Like yeah. if somebody eats McDonald's every single day, they just think they have the night sweats. Yeah. You know? Oh, they, they but, just build up, uh, dude. Or they, you build up a tolerance to it. Exactly. Tolerance. But then when you stop the McDonald's for a while and you eat healthily, then all of a sudden you might, you, you can get a new baseline yeah. of how you feel, yeah. you know, which is why I do think it's good to everyone. So I'll do something, uh, around a sort of elimination diet yeah. thing um you know but i want to i want to talk a little bit more about what it says about the paleo diet so that you know the listeners can have a better idea of like yes. what's the structure of this you know um so the main thing is that animal saturated fats and animal proteins are the most nutrient dense foods calorically speaking that we can really find as humans um, which, you know, our stomachs produce hydrochloric acid. Hydrochloric acid is used for the breakdown of meats. Herbivores don't make hydrochloric acid in their stomachs. Um, this is not going to be a commentary on veganism at all. I don't want to I'm against it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, let's get into that later. But so anyway, so what, it, what it's looking at is in terms of dietary requirements, our first dietary requirement is a source of good fats. 
you know, that comes from things like ghee, that comes from grass-fed butter, that comes from fish. That ghee comes, is the, the... It's clarified butter yeah, out yeah, of yeah, India. Yeah, yeah. Um, I tried it once. I didn't like it that Oh, much. I love it. Oh, man. You <laughs> got, you put, <laughs> it's very... Uh, this, 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 is, this is not paleo, but if you get some ghee and put it on some uh, some toast with yeah. some honey, oh, Ooh, no. okay maybe i'm oh, maybe i'm in it'll for fuck, it oh i've eaten myself sick i, I tried it once yeah. and i was like oh that's that's weird i don't uh, know but maybe I, I have to try it again i like it i, I like tried it, it I once i don't know i'm from boulder so i've been having geese since i was a kid you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean i mean i didn't like a lot of things that i now like uh -huh. maybe yeah. i should try it it's it's been easy over 10 years yeah it's it's pretty nice it's a different flavor profile but i i like it quite a bit um but you know with the idea being that you know, our connective tissues are made out of cholesterol. Our hormones are made out of cholesterol. Leptin, which is, you know, talks about at length in this book, is the main, is one of the main hormonal regulators in our body. It regu helps regulate our thyroid, which then in turn helps regulate our entire system. Leptin is re regulated by cholesterol intake. So when you have too low of a intake of good saturated fats and cholesterol, your body thinks you're starving and releases hormones in response to the fact that it thinks you're starving, right? Um, also, our brains are like 90% fat, right? And our body can synthesize it, but our body can't synthesize uh, DHA fat because there's omega-3s, right? There's ALA, there's EPA, and there's DHA. Then there's omega-6s, there's omega-9s. You need to balance all these things out in your body. Vegetable oils tend to be a lot higher in omega-6s and omega-9s. Animal fats tend to be a lot higher in EPA and DHA, uh, omega-3s. So for people who like to take flaxseed and chia seeds, I know I'm covering a lot of ground here, but there's a lot of I'm ground to cover. I'm fascinated so. cool. about all yeah. the details. Like, <laughs> cool. like grab a pen and paper, guys. This is really something. And if you know Lucas's physique, I trust that, you know, it's like, I like, he looks fucking good you know it, you. It, may, it makes sense that you know stuff thank you thank you thank you thank you <laughs> thank yourself so, yeah i thank you lucas yeah. um, <laughs> so there's with it so the ala is the form of omega-3s that emerges in plants right chia seeds flax seeds i think hemp seeds a little bit what is, what is minute. just really really quick uh -huh. just a quick thought uh, why are chia seeds so popular be, uh, in large part because they have omega-3s in them. Yeah. Um, but they have this ALA form of omega-3s, which when you eat ALA omega-3s, your body then has to take it and synthesize EPA and DHA omega-3s out of it. Because that's because the EPA, which it stands for blah, 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 coloxy acid, something or other. I can't remember. Um, but it, it, EPA and DHA are the forms of omega-3 that are usable to our body. Um, whereas ALA has to be synthesized by the body into EPA and DHA. And it's not a one-to-one -one conversion. It's like if you're taking a thousand milligrams of ALA omega-3s, you're maybe going to get a hundred milligrams of EPA and DHA out of it, which is why when you eat animal proteins or animal fats from specifically grass-fed animals or wild-caught fish and stuff, um, the animals have already synthesized it into mm -hmm. EPA and DHA. So you're getting much higher concentrations of those fatty acids. And why it's important is because the way that our hormonal and digestive and cognitive structure is made is that we're made to have a higher instance of uh, more of a one-to-one -one instance of omega-3s to omega-6s and omega-9s. Whereas chimpanzees, for instance, 
they can totally live off of a super high omega-6 ratio because they have a lot more plant in their diet. Yeah. Um, a lot more plant matter in their diets. Or gorillas, for instance, do super well with omega-9s and omega-6s. But as humans, we evolved as hunters um, because well, it's just... quite a while. So. For, yeah, for quite a while because it's available and it's also... Again, in terms of nutrient density, in terms of having a complete amino acid profile, you know, there's nine essential amino acids, which they're called the essential amino acids because they're the nine amino acids that our body can't synthesize. And it can synthesize all of the other amino acids if we have those amino acids. Mm -hmm. uh, for people who don't know, amino acids are the, they're like the building blocks of proteins, you know, so it's what we build everything out of. So with plants, it's super hard from plant sources to get a complete amino acid from one source. You know, you can do things like mix pea protein and rice protein. Um, so, you know, if you are eating a vegetarian diet, eat a lot of different protein sources because no one is going to give you the whole, the whole thing. The whole thing. Whereas with meat, again, it's you're getting good fats. It's calorically dense. It has a lot of trace minerals and nutrients in it, magnesium, iron, uh, copper, what else, CoQ10, but they were also eating organ meats, which is another important part of this book is integrating organ meats because that's where you get a lot of healthy fats. Oh man, um, I love that stuff. You know, as we know from Michael and I have done a liver night for quite a while and, and it's like, after liver night, my dick's so hard, I can't sleep. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and the, the next day as well. Yeah, yeah totally. Because the body's just like, let's fucking go. Yeah, it's insane. Um, like, especially the liver experience is, is it's, it's, it's close to drugs. Uh huh. Really. Totally. Where, where, where the response and back to the listen to your body response mm -hmm. when with liver, which was always the taste of it was always weird to me. Yeah, me too. I didn't like it at mm -hmm. all. That was the only thing I never liked. I like every food. I never liked liver. And then I found, we found that one place in Greece. <clears throat> That did, pre and now we found more places, mm -hmm. and I found some places as well uh, that that just prepared the way that it's just so tender and nice and mm -hmm. light, like for liver. Let's say that it's like okay, you can just continue eating it without going mm -hmm. fuck. It's like actually nice, mm -hmm. and then it has a huge effect. Like mm -hmm. the, the effect of of it is immediate. Uh, your, your body is on alert after 10 minutes. It's like bzz, it's mm -hmm. like oh man, this is like. Power, you know, you, you can. I, I just get power out of it. It's yeah. insane. Yeah, well, it's super high in B vitamins. Boof. It's like 100 grams of liver, you get something like 600% your daily intake of B vitamins, um, which is crazy. And B vitamins, as it talks about in the book, is super important for the synthesis of like vitamin D and uh, vitamin A. Stuff that makes you happy. The, yeah, stuff that makes you happy and that it's very uh, uh, important. So, why are we. Uh, anyways, you know, they're. It's the, these animal proteins and really the animal fats more than the proteins were the center point of the ancient diet. I mean, when you look at Inuit communities in the far north, still they eat like like 90% of their diet is like blubber and shit. Mm. You know, it's almost an entirely uh, animal diet and they don't, they don't have the effects from it that you would think given our uh, society's demonization of animal fats and yeah, meat and, in general, which a part of it is because they're eating wild caught meats. They're not eating things that grew up in a slaughterhouse and were fed on like corn feed their whole like life. Like how know? the fat was built also. Right. This is this is, is a thing that I heard from, uh, I don't remember. I think I did not hear it. I think I just read it. Mm -hmm. uh, where it's people experienced 
or European food, and uh, unless you told me, mm-hmm. I th- I think anyway, I have to check on my sources. Uh, it was like that Europeans at some point they their diet seems so. Um, full of meat and they eat a lot but still in comparison to other countries let's say the US they don't look as fat mm-hmm. you know but, but they eat a lot of fat mm-hmm. but they don't look like they eat a lot of fat mm-hmm. you know where, where it's the quality of the fat that plays a big role because fat is just one thing but it's also so many more things what mm-hmm. you what you describe for the uh, amino acids and stuff so it's like not every amino acid is the same mm-hmm. it has different components to it that that our body uh, uh, reacts differently to and uh, this is the same with the fats uh, 100% or it's like you can't just say yeah that's the c- calories for that Oh, this is the the value of that. It's like, where does it come from? What does it really have in it? Where does it, what 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 is it? What does it do to you? Mm-hmm. You know, uh, what I find I found that very interesting because it's people cutting off the fat of a very nice uh, schnitzel or something. I don't know what. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, dude, you better eat that. That's the that's, best that's, part of that's, it for you. That's good stuff. Mm-hmm. That's good stuff. It's mm-hmm. not because it's fat. It's not. It may, will make you fat because it's the same word mm-hmm. that's good for you mm-hmm. it, it, your body will will, will be very happy mm-hmm. to have that inside of it mm-hmm. it's so, actually anti-inflammatory yeah. when it's when it's good fat yeah. you know it's anti-inflammatory it helps with uh glycation which he talks about in the book which is you know the breakdown of cells from over over stimulus by glucose um basically just through the cellular metabolism mm-hmm. and it's and it can be an antioxidant too you know it absorbs free radicals um Go ahead. Uh, also, uh, the, 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 what I found uh, interesting was my sensation with sugar. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't eat a lot of sugar. Like mm-hmm. uh, there's some people that just have that sweet tooth. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't say no if I have it around or something. It's fine. But I don't have something like that at home. Like I, I never grew up with chocolate in the house. We mm-hmm. only had apples. Thanks, mom. So <laughs> you know, all our friends had chips and uh chocolate and everything and we only had apples and honey and mm-hmm. uh canela mm-hmm. and uh, cinnamon. cinnamon and uh so we were eating a huge like two days ago we were eating huge crepe crepa mm-hmm. with chocolate and uh sugar stuff and syrup and everything and my teeth after that were like coated uh-huh it, it felt like a like a carpet was i was my my whole mouth was a carpet mm-hmm. I, i really felt like that's bad yeah, yeah, yeah. you, know, you can feel the cavities forming yeah really uh-huh. really it's yeah. crazy it's like after something i don't know something that we would say is healthy and some some veggies and some good meat and stuff my mm-hmm. my teeth feel clean mm-hmm Really, I like I like dumping shit in olive oil and just smashing uh, tomatoes and some meat and everything. After that, my teeth are still. I feel that they are uh, clean. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's something that uh, <clears throat> I remember, especially from the first time I read this book that that it really impressed on me. Now rereading it impressed on me again. Is like sort of looking at caloric economy. You know, because like you're yeah. saying with the with what you're feeling with the with the sugar and the crepe and, you know, you're eating this crepe and it's say, let's say 500 calories or something like that. But it's like of 
those 500 calories, how much of it is actually usable by the body, mm. you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe what 1% in some cases with like some sweets and stuff like that. And it's, and I think it's generally a good practice. And this maybe goes a little bit more into a, a conversation about moderation of these sorts of things um, is, you know, understanding the, the necessities for fueling the body so you can make sure that you fuel, that you fill up on things that are good for you. You know, or not even good for you, just keep you at a level of homeostasis, um, like fats and proteins and veggies and some fruits. And then my thing is, if you want to have a little fucking a tart at the end, that's fine. It's when you like fill up on Snicker bars yeah. and you've now had 2000 calories and don't want to eat anything else. And all of those 2000 calories are just raw sugars that your body says, well, this is way more sugar than I can do anything with. So I'm going to piss most of it out. And when I can't piss out, I'm going to turn into fat and store on the love handles for later. Yeah. Because that's, I mean, you know, is the, the book tells you is you, with the, specifically, I mean, it's called ketosis. You, yeah, yeah. You know, it's the keto diet, which is uh parallel let's say to the, the no paleo carbs diet. at all yeah no no carbs at all which if you want to go full ketosis i think you have to you know you really have to do but i do think you can inform your body on how to burn fat better for energy because the whole idea behind ketosis is that you're doing uh no carbs no starches no sugars to teach your body to uh exclusively derive energy from ketones and fat uh, because fat is a much, it's a much uh, steadier burning energy. You yeah, know, you're you can not see on, it on, in a candle. Yeah, you're not exactly. You're not on sugar spikes anymore. You know where it goes up and down and up and down. You're just kind of steady all day. You know, um, and this is totally like my own bro science. But when I w when I did the keto thing for about three months. Uh, even still, like when I watch my carb intake and I eat fats, I still get the feeling like I can sustain myself from eating a high fat diet. Like I, 10 years later, you know. Um, so I do think like if you give your body a prevalence of fat, even if you don't go completely ketogenic and you eat a piece of bread here and there. I, I'm of the opinion that, you know, that. yeah, that your body is going to figure out over time like, oh, okay, I'll figure out some hybrid model. Like I... I personally think our bodies are intelligent enough to not need 100% prescriptions. That being said, if you have, you know, a gluten allergy or something like that, then yeah, it's probably good to do an elimination sort of scheme and go full ketogenic or whatever. Yeah. Or if you just want to try it out, you know, I think it's, it's good to try out different diets it's to see how you feel. Um, but I think that's one of the th things that to me is the most interesting in the book is just realizing like, oh, is the body, when you have good fats and you're filling up on good fats, the body figures out how to utilize that fat better, uh, which in turn means it's not storing that fat because it's using it for energy. Whereas when you get sugar, the body doesn't know what the fuck to do with it once it spiked your blood sugar levels. And so then it uses insulin to drive it down and it drives it down in part by putting that excess energy into fat stores around your uh around your gut and shit because you know the fat that like fat from eating too much sugar is literally your body's attempt to avoid hyperglycemia yeah. you know because when you're hyperglycemic like it's bad you can die from it wow. um so it's your body turns it into because our bodies are fucking intelligent and they turn them they turn that extra sugar into fat 
um, in order to avoid that happening. So it's very interesting. And uh, also my diet back in Germany was only carbs, mm -hmm. only carbs, breakfast, bread mm -hmm. and salami, then and coffee, then uh, for lunch, uh, pasta every day, every day. And then dinner, bread and beer. <laughs> every day mm -hmm. every day just carbs 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 only that was the whole diet uh i don't know why that's such a huge thing but it's like it's it's a lot of bread and i i'm a f i fucking love pasta too much it's mm -hmm. like it's crazy I, i haven't been eating pasta for months now it's insane uh now i i want i want to know what you how your diet is mm -hmm. too now i for breakfast i have Uh, a little, little coffee um, with a little bit of milk, a little bit of sugar, because I love that shit. Um, really, just a little bit. And a banana and some, what's that called? Uh, oats. Ah. That's it. Mm -hmm. That's that's all I need. Not too much, really. Mm -hmm. that's, that's, that's what I have for breakfast mm -hmm. pretty much every day. Mm -hmm. Then for lunch... Uh, I, I go hard on the lunch. I just go all in, just mostly like four meat sticks, uh -huh. uh, at least, uh -huh. and with veggies. Just that's pretty much it. Just big pile of meat, a little bit of veggies, mm -hmm. lots of olive oil and lemon. That's that's it. And then at night, nothing most most of oh, the times okay. because then sometimes i go out mm -hmm. and then i eat whatever we are eating but mm -hmm. that's that's pretty much it i have like one small breakfast and then one huge meal a mm -hmm. lot of meat that's pretty much it yeah oh, how's okay. how is uh, this, this how and i cut off alcohol for over like six five weeks, six, six weeks, weeks eh? now yeah Congrats. i lost nine kilos i know i know that's crazy <laughs> yeah but i but it shows too thank you uh, yeah. but it was really it, thank it, yourself Uh, thank you michael and uh, <laughs> uh and it was it was really the combination of of, of pasta yeah with uh, drinking uh -huh. and uh, that was it to be mm -hmm. honest just drinking and pasta mm -hmm. because also the, the pasta is digested very fast and it's the carbs are gone fast mm -hmm. and then you want to eat more and then i eat more mm -hmm. of the same shit and then you want to drink more because the alcohol converts exactly. to sugar in your system and, then, and so you're like you think you're craving alcohol but you're craving more sugar exactly and, so yeah. it just went in this and so uh, and then we were bulking over the winter and so it was like crazy It's the uh, dirty dirty yeah dirty very bulk. dirty just KFC and shit and everything yeah it, just eating whatever <laughs> yeah i mean during that during our our bulk which i won't be doing again um no because i don't think it, it was, was fun to try it out no it was, that, that's it was what super, i say just try it out listen to, try. to your yeah, fucking yeah, body yeah, for yeah, every once in a while it was yeah. super super fun to try super fun to try i enjoyed i enjoyed trying it and i learned from it yeah um because <laughs> i wanted to know what it felt like to you know be 95 kilos yeah. and yeah it was hard <laughs> it's heavy yeah it was heavy it was heavy i was breathing hard well what's um, tell me about your diet bro Now, uh, you know, I've switched it up in the mornings. I go for, you know, my walk to the, the park and I work out. And then when I get back, I just uh, do a smoothie. Nice. What yeah. is in the smoothie? Uh, let's see. You know, whatever fruits are at Lykee. Mm -hmm. So today... Lykee is the farmer's market. Yeah, farmer's market. Yeah. So today it was uh, just a little bit of frozen berries, uh, some apricots, uh, nectarine, uh, apple, um, 
and then I just got a vegan protein powder. <gasps> but it's but it's like it's it's pea and rice protein, so it has. I, uh, yeah, I made I, sure that it's yeah, a I eat, full I eat amino acid profile. One protein profile. shake a day, yeah. like a big yeah. protein shake as well. It um, really helps me. Yeah, and then I add some some kefir, some you nice, know like drinkable yogurt shit. to to add some some fats. Um, I want to get some MCT oils, which oh, is that? it's short chain uh, fatty acids. Basically, they they take it out of coconut oil. But you don't eat it now. What do you mean? Your diet now. It's not part of your diet. No, no, no. I don't have it. But like, this is what I'm moving towards. Mm. Um, and or just some coconut oil or some coconut milk or something in it. Mm. And uh, what else do I add? I have a I have a green drink that I do one scoop of. That's you know, a bunch of shit: spirulina and chlorella and I don't know milk thistle and Jolly Green Giant Spooge. <laughs> and I don't. I really don't know what's in it. But it's <laughs> but it's like a lot. You know, it's a broad spectrum of things. Um, a little bit of maca, a little bit of ashwagandha. Highly uh, recommend it if yeah. you're really for the boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really, yeah. If you want to, if you want to replaster the wall when uh, when you come, then yeah, that's not that's not a joke. Is the it's is not, the way to go? Not yeah. a joke. Be yeah, careful yeah. with that. You don't have. You can't. You should not take too much of it. Like especially every couple with ashwagandha, of days. you have to be very careful. Yeah. It can it can disregulate if you take too much of it. Uh, it can dysregulate your thyroid. No, I'm doing over it every time. three days. Yeah, that's what that's, that's about. A little what I teaspoon, do. just mm-hmm. not yeah, the whole yeah, thing. I do, I do. I do a very small amount. Exactly, um, just the tip of a teaspoon, yeah. and then uh, it it is it. Well, th- th- to be honest, that's the only effect I see. Is just that uh, that there's more. It's <laughs> <laughs> the only effect, I, and I like it that way. Uh-huh. Uh, there is more but I don't know what it does what else it does but I think it's cool uh, no it, it does a lot of th- I mean I'd have to it, it's one of these it's called an adaptogen it makes them laugh yeah right <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's how ridiculous uh-huh, it gets uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, <laughs> yeah I have stories but I don't think I should tell them <laughs> well if um, it just if it if it shoots out more than six times and and it yeah, is yeah, a yeah, lot yeah, yeah, yeah. then it makes them laugh it's yeah. like sorry what mom the fuck? <laughs> come on yeah yep it does it does when you're yeah when it's hitting the wall behind you yeah not in front of you behind you <laughs> pew, 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 pew. Fucking it's laser. the ricochet, baby. Um, <laughs> this ricochet. <yeah. laughs> fucking, where did it go? Yeah, bow, 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 <laughs> ah, my eye. Ah. <laughs> um, so yeah, be careful with the ashwagandha. You might have to wear goggles to bed. Um, but uh, yeah, what else? Do I, yeah, it's it's called an it's an adaptogen. So it's 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 hard to pin down the w- one thing that it does because it ashwagandha is isn't it called also chinese ginseng or something or asian ginseng or something oh i don't know it's from india i think indian ginseng i think uh, anyway uh, ashwagandha anyways, you anyways, should check but, it out you know yeah it, it can help with stress it can help with mood regulation um, it can help with immune system regulation. Like it's a it's a really good supplement. For, yeah, I, I don't know because yeah. I'm a huge. I like effect. It's uh, like when I uh-huh. eat, when I eat ginger, I like how it feels because mm-hmm. I have an effect. Mm-hmm. Uh, you I, like you like those extra two ropes. I get it, buddy. No, I really, <laughs> it's like I like when food has an effect on me, uh-huh. a good and a bad one, mm-hmm. and whatever. I just like that I feel something. It's mm-hmm. like oh, okay. Also, the effect of when I eat a lot of good stuff and I'm so full. I had like I had a shitload of uh, 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 fish and mm-hmm. and those horta, those boiled greens. Mm-hmm. Shit, like I can eat a lot of it. Mm-hmm. And after this, I'm like super full, but I don't feel oh, heavy. But I, you feel so I good. I don't feel I, heavy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, after I eat a bunch of that's an uh, effect that I like. or, or yeah. 
any kind of fish, sardines or yeah. anything like that. You know, you're like you say, you're full, but it's not like it's not the same as when we ate 25 wings each of KFC bucket. No, I felt sick. No, no, no. I felt poisoned. Yeah. Like there was a little bit like, oh, I have the flu for a day now. Yeah. 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 Um, well, and, we did that. And any, and we did do that. And any, generally anything where like what happened to both of us when we ate this KFC where it was like, I immediately had to take a shit. Yeah. Because my body was like, Whoa. we got to make room because we need to get this out as fast as possible. Yeah, that was poison. Um, yeah. Whereas with a bunch of fish and some horta or a horiati Cleans key, it up. It, I feel good afterwards. I feel better. You know? yeah, yeah, I feel better than I did before. Yeah, exactly. Um, which is really how food should make you feel, you know, is better Ideally. than you were before, before you ate it. Yeah. Um, what were we talking about? Oh, yeah, my diet. Yeah. And then lunch, I usually skip lunch mm-hmm. or I do something or I do something like, like a little bit of yogurt mm-hmm. or something like that. Or sometimes I'll do like two eggs. Um, nice. Yeah, yeah, just pop up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two eggs and a little tortilla or something. And then at night, I just I go ham. <laughs> I eat whatever I want and I eat a lot of <laughs> nice. it. Um, but yeah, it depends, man. I mean, some mornings I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm super fucking hungry this morning, so I'm going to eat four eggs. I don't like breakfast. Like that. I love breakfast. I, I never. Love breakfast. It's like, and, and also, I can and, I can fuck up my whole day by eating too big of a breakfast. It's, I don't I know why. It. It's it's I. It's it's like for some people it's 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 the most important meal of the day. Mm-hmm. For me, breakfast is. I I'm not hungry in the morning, mm-hmm. even if I fasted, like which I, I a lot of times do. I mm-hmm. like my last meal a lot of times is lunch, mm-hmm. and so I'm not hungry after even after twenty hours. I'm not hungry. Huh. And and then, but when I want to eat, I want it nice. But it's like breakfast, I never. I I actually breakfast makes me feel heavy and sick. Yeah, it it can make me feel heavy. I got in the habit of eating breakfast from working construction. Yeah, where you build you you're a big build man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I think your your body also to just to maintain what you have. Mm-hmm. He's a very strong person. If you just have to maintain your mass, I think your body's just screaming. Just feed yeah, yeah. Me. Give me, give me more eggs. Give me more, more shit. Yeah, uh, yeah, I think yeah. it's true. I'm not yeah. your build. I I'm 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 good, mm-hmm. but it's like my body does not scream. Feed me. Yeah, yeah. Not no, really. there's like a 15 kilo yeah. differential between us. Um, but yeah, especially when I was working construction, it was like. I, I had to eat breakfast because I had to have something yeah, in my yeah, stomach yeah, yeah. to carry me through the day. Um, of course. Which then I was eating like crazy big bread. I'd eat six eggs and a smoothie like the one I described, but filled with uh, coconut cream. So it'd be like, I'd eat like a 3,000 calorie breakfast every day. Mm-hmm. Um, and I and I weighed like as much as you do now. I weighed like, I don't know, 78 kilos or something like that, you know? Um, so it was pretty, because I'm 180 centimeters tall for the people at home. What's so that was, in in uh, in freedom? Six two. Six two. So yeah. so girls like you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I was I'm, I was like six two, one seventy five, something like I'm that. I'm one seventy. I'm one seventy three centimeters uh-huh. on the spot. Uh-huh. No no extra. I could say one seventy five. I don't. Mm-hmm. I want it clean. Uh-huh. How tall is that? Five nine. I have no idea. In freedom units. Yeah, probably five nine, five eight, five nine, something uh-huh. like that. When does it skip to six? Like five twelve ish? Is that when it goes from five to six? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Five twelve is six. It's five twelve six. Yeah. So, if you're uh, looking for a short king, <laughs> <laughs> get on over. Which is which is ins- <laughs> one thing is like my height uh-huh. in Greece is tall, bro. Yeah, I know. It's like I, I went to the first concerts and shit when uh-huh. I moved over, and in Germany, man, I'm a dwarf. Uh huh. 
I'm a fucking dwarf, man. It's like everyone's like, oh, you're six two and up, mm-hmm. like one eighty, one ninety centimeters. Everyone from from the that when they are twelve on mm-hmm. and shit. Mm-hmm. So I, I was in my friend group, just a fucking dwarf, and I come to I come here, go to the to my first concert to just to check out, and I'm one like what we say. I'm 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 one head above everyone. Mm-hmm. I can see the band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, what? Yeah, I know. I've, it's cr- I've... in Italy. It's even worse. <laughs> it's like, dude, man, those those people are fucking so beautiful. They are fucking they're dwarves, tiny. motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm it's, not it's, going it's back to Germany. Here. Never it's, in the it's, US. It's, it's I'll the stay same. like a fucking. I am staying a giant here. Yeah. Fuck you with your six something. Good. Good. <laughs> I do. I feel like a giant here. A lot oh yeah. yeah, you are. You yeah, are. Yeah. Totally. totally. Really. I'd, I'd love to. Go, I'd love to go to like Japan or Thailand or something like oh, that. Oh, hello, big just... boy. <laughs> <laughs> hello, big boy. Yeah. I exactly. want to touch you. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, man. And yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> a lot of things. <laughs> our next episode is going coming from Nippon, Japan. Next time we're go- doing time. it from Japan. Until so, anyways, we- that's 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 the diet now. Um, but when I was when I was really strict about this diet, I was eating a lot of organ meats. Um, Eating a lot of bone broth, eating a lot of bone marrow. My um, grandma still do, does that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want, I want to get a slow cooker because I want to do it again. Because that's bone broth in particular is a food can where I just drink that. Buy it and like, from the meat guys. They, the bones. They, yeah, you can. Yeah, yeah, my yeah, my totally. grandma does it too. She's For like, cheap. she orders mm-hmm. from the meat guy the leftover bones. Mm-hmm. And yeah, she's yeah, like, yeah. yeah, what do you have? Do you have some? And she's like, yeah, I have some, I don't know, uh, 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 goat bones left. And then mm-hmm. she does soup. And mm-hmm. you can just fucking. Yeah, I've been sleeping on goat too much since since I've been here. You know, I, I realized that because uh, the goat here is a pretty much all pasture raised. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's it's not raised in a feedlot or anything, so it's totally fucking wild. Yeah, um, it tastes like it too. You can yeah, yeah, taste the grass. Yeah, yeah, it really does. Yeah, yeah, and it's you know it's got to be just great for you. I would for think. people that don't like the taste of goat, uh, bake it on baking paper mm-hmm. in the oven it's the the ta- it tastes like um moshari what is it uh beef. like beef mm-hmm. very nice beef it takes out all the fl- the like grassy flavors that mm. you normally get mm-hmm. if you don't like goat mm-hmm. and it just stays of the, the the thing that that it keeps it's just a very very soft and juicy flavor without mm. the animally mm-hmm. uh taste so mm-hmm. bake it in the oven with uh, baking paper, what it's called. You heard it here very, first. Very, very, very good. But uh, it's like I, I, I just eat it when people do it mm-hmm. because it's just it just doesn't make sense to cook it for one, for one person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it can for me because I yep. like to overeat sometimes. <laughs> um, but I'm, I'm consciously trying not to. You know, it's something that I actually, excuse me. Yeah. <coughs> That I really took from this from this reading of the book that I, f- I f- thought was very interesting was it was talking about caloric restrictions and protein restrictions and how when you feed your body too much protein or too many calories in general, uh, you know, there's two ways that, that our sort of cellular metabolism can go. One is to... Get depressed from it. Yeah, yeah. One is to... Uh, 
reproduce mm-hmm. and make more things, and one is to repair and fix what's ar- what's already there. And when you're eating in a constant protein and caloric surplus, you're signaling your body, okay, we don't need to fix anything. Let's just do more of it. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, whereas if you're in a little bit more of a calorie restriction, or at least have a period of calorie restriction, then your body goes in the mode of, oh, I need to repair. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. what I have, and you know, she cites studies in this of like exactly. mouse studies and whatnot. Where we the, talked about this. Yeah, the mice can, that can the, you can you just say that again in a bit more easy language? Yeah, because yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's very very mm-hmm, interesting. Mm-hmm. Very well, interesting. I was going to give the you know the metaphor that we were talking about the other day that you know let's look at uh, calories and protein intake like money, right? And say you have a a lot of money and your washing machine breaks mm-hmm. and you're not sure why. And it's like, uh, you know, if you're loaded, fuck it, I'll just get a new one. But if you're tight on money and you can't even, you know, afford the repairman, you're going to get on YouTube, you're going to look up the serial number, you're going to take apart the washing machine, and you're going to fix the thing, you know? Same with a, you understand? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same with a car or a car or whatever, you know? The car, we talked, yeah. Yeah, we we talked about the car that, you know, if you have a, if you're tight on cash and you have an old car, you're, it's more economical for you to fix up that car. Whereas if you know you got money coming out your ass, then you just fuck it. I'm not going to drive this old lemon anymore. I'm going to get a new car that mm-hmm. that suits me well. So it's the same thing with our body. You know, when we have this caloric and protein surplus, the body's going. Oh, I'm just going to keep Bing Bang Boom making more shit. Because I don't need to, because I have the resources to. So yeah. why the fuck wouldn't I? You know, because that's what life does is it yeah. reproduces. But if you put it in a little bit of a restriction, then the body goes into a mode of, that says, okay, now I need to actually focus on like getting waste products out and filtering dead cells out and, and repairing cells that are still there. This is why there's been some studies with like certain types of cancer where fasting has been a very effective treatment option against them amongst other treatments um you know as a part of like a whole plan because then the body because first of all it starves the cancer cells and then the body starts to look at like oh fuck like these are extra cells here uh that i don't need so it's it's very interesting and i thought the the studies on rats that they did where you know the calorically restricted group outlived the caloric surplus group by like you know i think 30% 30% of the one group had died of old age and only 5% of the other group had died of old age by the time they reached the end of the study. Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought that was very interesting. So I'm, I'm really making an effort now in terms of my diet to not to, I'm trying to not consciously overeat all the time <laughs> anymore. Cause when I was trying to build muscles, like fuck it, one more egg, like yeah, yeah, I'll yeah. just get it down. You want to see you know, how, where more. it ends. You know, yeah. You know, yeah, you yeah. See well, I wanted to be 95 kilos. Um, but now, you know, I, I'm focused much more on, okay, let's let's just dial in what's here uh, and go from there with it. Yeah, so, yeah, 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 really. Uh, I have a question. Mm-hmm. Well, what we want to do here is, is we want to inspire people mm-hmm. and, and just with our humble opinions and mm-hmm. stuff, it's not that we know everything far away from that. But why did you choose that book and why should we care? Well, because it... it, it like the, the the diet overall, not only the paleo mm-hmm. diet, which we talked about now, overall, why did you care? Well, you know, she talks about it in the first chapter uh, of the book that I think 
diet is a fundamental aspect of life. It is, you know, pretty much wh- as whether, fundamental as it goes. Yeah, right? whether you're conscious about your diet or not, we're all making dietary choices every day. And from my experience with this diet, um, there's a lot of energy problems and mood problems and motivation problems that can't not necessarily that they are but that can be linked to just a shit diet 100 mm-hmm. um, you know and and we were t- we talk shit a lot in, on this show out, about bro. yeah we talk a lot on this show about um defense strategies and mechanisms to you know reach a flow state or to de-stress or to deal with stress or to encounter fear and I wanted to present something <clears throat> that was grounded yeah. in all of this is good to have a positive mindset, to do your breath work, to meditate. And also, if you're eating fucking Snicker bars, you're fighting against yourself. You know, you're running on a treadmill. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're not, you, you know, your your meditation is just going to... is can make great grounds but is ultimately just going to compensate for your shitty dietary choices Um, and that you can fortify your body to deal with stress and to deal with the modern world and you know something we've talked a lot about is making your own myth Uh, and in this sense it's another avenue of personal empowerment is to take agency over your diet um, and agency over uh you know, not just agency, but have the the knowledge to be able to take to be able to take that agency, yeah, uh, over yourself. So I thought I thought just thought it would be an interesting thing for us to talk about. You know, the last book that we read was Propaganda, which was a bit more about giving people an idea of the psychological forces yeah. uh, that are operating on us on a day to day basis and how to uh, demystify that for ourselves to a degree and this you know i think was is much more about the dietary propaganda that we've been fed and also a pathway out of that that can lead to better health for people for those who are interested what i also liked uh just what, what i really liked is just i think I really want to focus on this more because we were talking a lot about technology mm-hmm. and about the future and about everyday things that are very uh, like a lot of technology and bullshit. And just like I'm, I'm, I'm a bit over it right mm-hmm. now. Yeah, me too. It's a very oversaturated mm-hmm. uh, topic, and I really enjoy just the the primal body, primal mind thing. It's just like it's it's so we it's something that we just have. Mm-hmm. It's just something that we have that we can work on. We can connect our because we we also talk a lot about our thinking and 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 our psyche and feelings and stuff and just the link between movement and and diet and thoughts and just bringing people the consciousness back to i this is this is my body this is what mm-hmm. i have you know i really like that because a lot of people forget that they have a body i've mm-hmm. heard that mm-hmm. it's like i'm so in my head i forgot my that i have that body mm-hmm. it's, this is yours you know mm-hmm. it's, this is you don't have to do anything for it except for treating it okay mm-hmm. That's and I, I really this is why I really enjoyed the um the topic of the diet also because it's we all have to 
think about it and 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 implement it and and find our balance we won't always be clean mm -hmm. we will do with shit with our bodies and yeah, our the minds point is but to know though yeah you know? and to make conscious decisions and be right. like today i'm going to smash a kfc bucket because i fucking want yeah, to because fuck it because fuck it but yeah. if your whole life is fuck it then mm -hmm. yeah you're fucked yeah you're fucked up uh, or if you just don't know yeah and you're just eating pasta all the time and then all of a sudden you have leaky gut syndrome and you're yeah. like why the fuck is this happening to yeah, me yeah 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 like it's not that god hates you no it's, it's, it's that you most don't like, know you most bro. likely yeah there's something in your diet that is is fucking you up and i really like in the future and i, I want to give a heads up to our little audience as well is uh we will uh for sure explore more natural topics because mm -hmm. i just feel it's right it's mm -hmm. something that we need it's something that grounds us because all, all the scrolling in the world won't solve what you have it's just a lot of blah, blah, blah. i don't know if it, that makes sense uh, no well, i think we're fortified in our bodies and our bodies are <clears throat> simplistic next to our hyper cerebral world of you know thinking machines and just, vr experiences me and, it just grounds me a little bit yeah me too it just grounds me it's like mm -hmm. okay sometimes you just gotta eat well Just sun your balls in the sun. Yeah. And you're good, man. Yeah. That's all you fucking need. Yeah. So, uh, also, a little heads up uh, to the next next week, I'll be in Germany and I'll come back. And Lucas is going. I'm going to be gone too. He's so. going to be gone too. So, we will have the episode a bit later in the week. Mm -hmm. uh, as you might notice, that we are not on the Monday schedule at the moment. Yeah. And generally, it's it's summer for us now, yeah. which in Greece, summer is a. Is, a bit looser of a concept than yeah. it is in you know germany we adapted to and that. yeah in germany and in in the u.s so uh some days we're at the beach some days i'm in the process of moving some days i'm looking at houses this is just it's gonna be how <laughs> yeah. how it is so uh we love having you whenever yes. whenever our uh we happen to wind up, find our ways into your home. Uh, thank you for joining us thank on this you. wonderful journey through the primal body and the primal mind. I hope you got something out of it. I hope you got something to ground yourself in, something to root yourself in. And by something, I mean, I hope you found a little bit more of yourself, right? Because that's where we're all grounded at the end it. of the day. So we love you. Stay beautiful. Stay kind. Stay with us here. We'll catch you next time. <laughs>